Hey guys, what's going on? It is Thursday, October 25th, 2018. If you live in Nevada, it is Nevada Day today. Okay, we got some crazy news today. I mean, you know, I was looking through it last night, and I thought it was going to be another, uh, you know, not a lot going on, but there's some crazy shit happening, so stay tuned for that. Uh, first up, let's run through these birthdays. We've got Nika Futterman. So she's turning 49 today. She's a voice actor and comedian. And she's probably played in, uh, you know, if you grew up in the 80s, 90s to today, you've heard her on some cartoon. Uh, she's been in Hey Arnold, Cat Dog, Chalk Zone, Avatar, Teen Titans, Let's Go, G.I. Joe, Batman, The Brave and the Bold, and a ton more. Like, she had a. A short story of names and shit she's done. So let's jump into it here. Um, next up, we've got Adam Goldberg turning 48 today. Uh, he's been ton tons of 90s movies um, and some recent stuff. But he was in Son-in-Law, Friends, Will and Grace, and then uh, My Name Is Earl. He was in that, I don't, I watched that whole series, and I don't really remember him in that, but, uh, he was also in Taken, I'm pretty sure the TV show, next up, we've got Craig Robinson, so this dude's turning 47 today, uh, he was in Knocked Up, Pineapple Express, he's the, he's one of the, uh, like, assassin guys, where they're trying to rip off, uh, Pulp Fiction, where it's the black guy and then the guy from Grounded for Life that uh, just wants to go home and eat dinner with his wife. Well, he's the other guy, the black guy. And then, um, what else was he in here? He's in Sausage Party. He's in a ton of movies, but... <clears throat> turning 47. So, uh, let's jump into some history today. Uh, 1940, not a lot of shit went down today, but 1940, the first African-American was promoted to general in the U.S. Army. His name was Ben Davis. And then in 1995, there was a school bus that was hit by a commuter train in Fox River Grove, Illinois, and it killed seven children. And, uh, 2009, the Baghdad bombing killed 155 people and injured 721. So, yeah, that's pretty shitty news, but, uh, what else do we got going on here? I got a, uh, movie review. The Disappointments Room was a disappointment. Like, this one's probably, probably the worst movie I've seen so far, I don't want to spoil anything, but it is, like, super, super rushed. I mean, there's just, they don't go into anything, like, anything. Literally, at the end of the movie, you're like, well, what really happened? Like, you you have no idea. It's just, it's super rushed. You know, they throw this, like, plot line at you um, that they don't explain at all. <clears throat> and then they uh, they threw a bunch of other shit in as like filler shit where they could have been explaining plot and uh, you know build up and everything. It was just it was horrible. I wouldn't even watch it. Um, I mean, the movie if it was done right and you know the plot was all filled out and everything like that, 
It's been done a million times, so it wasn't anything new, wasn't a new concept. It was just the shittiest take of the concept that I've ever seen. <clears throat> In the end, I mean, they, you know, if they wanted to get you on a, like a, a thriller like The Sixth Sense where you have this big unveiling at the end, instead they got you with they don't fucking explain what really happened. So, <laughs> yeah, don't see that one. I give that a one out of five. I would give it a, well, I mean, it was professionally filmed, so one out of five for sure. Um, let's get into some news of today. Where did we drop that Humvee again? So the Air Force was a little off when they prematurely dropped a Humvee out of their C-17 transport plane. <gasps> I wonder how big a parachute is. To hold a Humvee up. I mean that thing's got to be like fucking huge. Like I, I don't know. I'm In my head I'm thinking like half an acre. Half a square acre. I don't know. That's got to be a huge fucking uh, parachute. But uh, what do we got here? It landed seven miles away from its intended location of Fort Bragg in North Carolina. Luckily for them... It didn't drop on anything important, just a few trees were damaged in the process. So, I mean, it's a good thing they didn't drop it on someone's house. That would have been a big fuck-up. They're probably still going to get reprimanded, but... Um, you know, I mean, and that shit's got to be pretty hard, because you got to factor wind conditions and all sorts of shit in when you're dropping a Humvee from a fucking plane. I mean, that's got to be pretty, pretty uh, math-intensive. Um... But yeah, I wonder how that fucking Humvee held up when it crash-landed into trees. I wonder if it was damaged at all. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, now we got a huge story. I mean, this shit's just fucking crazy. So, two middle school girls fucked their lives up forever. <coughs> So an 11-year-old and a 12-year-old girl were waiting in their Florida middle school bathroom with a butcher knife, a kitchen knife, a goblet, and a pizza cutter. So they had plans on killing 15 children that would enter the bathroom so they could drink their blood and eat their flesh. This isn't bullshit. I mean, this was in CNN News. Um... So this was all going to be done in the name of Satan, and this isn't just like a, you know, they're blaming it on Satan because they were wearing black and they had a pentagram on their shirt or something, like, that gets pretty crazy here. So they were luckily caught because uh, the girl's mom got an automated phone call saying that she wasn't in school, and then she called the office, and then the principal went around the school and found her, I guess is what they said, they said the principal found her right afterwards, but, um, yeah, the detectives, when they were looking into it, they found a hand-drawn map of the school with kill floor written in the bathroom they were in, and then they, uh, went through their, you know, their messages and shit on their phones, and had the entire plan of killing 15 smaller children, Drinking their blood, eating their flesh, and then killing themselves. <sighs> themselves. Um, 
they're being charged with conspiracy to commit murder, possession of a weapon on school property, carrying a concealed weapon, and disruption of school functions. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to be in fucking hospital. I mean, they might only get like 20 years or some shit. I don't know. They're kids and they didn't actually do it. They might get less than that, but they're, I mean, their lives are fucked up, dude. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Did you guys ever see the, (coughs) the Memphis three documentary? It was like a three, three part documentary. It was the whole court. I mean, they're long as fuck and it's kind of boring, but, um, yeah, those three kids got charged, and that the one, the oldest kid, knew that he didn't do it, so, you know, he thought it was all a big joke, and he was, like, bragging about how he was a saint and worshiper, and, like, you know, like, uh, well, why did you cut off the children's genitalia? Well, I didn't do it, but if a Satanist did it, it would be for this reason, and, like, he just fucked himself up, you know, legally, they... Uh, yeah, you got to watch that whole documentary series, and then, you know, Henry Rollins had this huge, uh, benefit show, they did a whole concert for it, to help pay for court costs and shit, and they eventually got out, one of the kids was fucking, um, mentally slow, but in the documentary, I'm not going to spoil it, in the documentary, they kind of go over who the real suspect of the killing was, but, um, yeah, these girls are fucked up, man, like, what, what is with the, the fucking Satan worshiping shit, right, like, if you're, they, they left a message on their phone, like, right before it happened, it was something like, um, we're gonna learn something in health class today, hail Satan, you know, see you soon, or some bullshit, it was fucking crazy, but it's like, if you believe in Satan, right, you believe that, uh, the Holy Bible is the opposite of that, so you would have to believe in the Holy Bible, and then if you believed that the Holy Bible was there, then you would have to know that Satan hated humans, when God created humans, that's why he rebelled, so what in the flying fuck would make you think, that there's any chance that you're gonna, I mean, even if you knew you were going to hell anyway, like, fuck it, let's just have a good time before you gotta suffer either way at the end, like, I'm personally hoping for purgatory, I mean, that's where I wish I could go, you know what I'm saying, the idea of, like, suffering for all eternity is pretty shitty, and then the idea of, like, I mean, what they describe heaven as doesn't seem like the craziest place, it seems like most people go to purgatory, so, I mean, but, you know, the Catholic Church discredits themselves all the time, they're the only ones that buy into that shit, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's just fucking crazy, man, these little girls, I mean, they're just dumb, like, what the fuck possesses people to do that shit, you know, we thought Columbine was bad, if they would have pulled this shit off, this would have been like, and then what do you think, like, all these people in these other countries that, you know, like, slave labor in China, or these African kids who 
they come in and kill their families and recruit them into Coney's war machine and like, you know, I mean, I knew, no, I threw away my opportunities. I could have went to college and, you know, had a great life and that's probably what a lot of these people fucking want, but I mean, fuck, basically when it comes down to human nature, we want to eat and we want to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it boredom? You think it's fucking boredom that these kids are, like, getting into this shit? Or, like, fucking media is just altering their sense of reality? Or, like, fuck, could you imagine being the parents? Like, one of those fucking girls' moms called the school because she was, you know, like, worried, where's my daughter at? (gasps) And you're thinking, like, oh, man, she's, like, off smoking weed in the you know, at her friend's house, or, you know, with a boy, or something, but, and then they come back with, no, your daughter was gonna kill a whole bunch of kids, and eat their blood, or eat their flesh, and drink their blood, in the name of Satan, like, fucking A, dude, that would be the worst thing in the world, as a parent, to hear, like, holy shit, like, you're not gonna get to see your kid anymore, you know what I'm saying, like, And then all, you're always going to ask yourself, like, was this my fault? Like, did I do this shit? Like, why, why the fuck did this happen? I, fuck. That's a shitty situation. Okay, let's get into some other news here. Trip to the Germany, or the grocery store turns deadly. So, at a Kroger in Jeffersontown, Kentucky, two people were shot and killed. An unidentified suspect just ran into the grocery store, shot this dude multiple times, and then ran outside, and he saw a lady in the parking lot and fatally shot her. And then, uh, afterwards, in the parking lot, one of the potential customers of the store, just a regular civilian, Got into a gunfight with the suspect, and uh, neither of them were hit. And the suspect fled away. They're not releasing the name of the suspect, so I'm kind of thinking it might be a kid if they're not releasing his name. Um, But yeah, what do you guys think about the gun laws with that? Do you think that dude rushing over there and shooting at the suspect... um, Well, I mean, he wasn't even the suspect, he was the dude that did it if he was shooting at him and he was shooting back, but uh, you think that stopped killings, do you think that stopped more people from dying, or do you think it just put a whole bunch more bullets in the air and there's more chance of people, uh, people getting hit, because now you got twice as many bullets, um, (sighs) I don't know, I mean, you know, if, obviously, if you're in, like, Texas, and you're planning on robbing somebody, you gotta think a little extra hard when everybody's got a gun, and it's like, you don't, you don't fucking know, like, I mean, that definitely probably has some deterring issues, but then in the same sense, you've got these people that just want to be heroes, who might, you know, just looking for the opportunity to do it, so they'll either jump the gun, or they're not you know, they don't have any training, they're not very good at shooting, (laughs) like, I don't know, I don't know which way is better, you know, um, personally, I think 
guns are already here. And it's like, if you took the guns away, fuck, dude. I mean, then you get into scarier shit than someone with a gun shooting at you, you know? Then you got people that are fucking poisoning, poisoning cafeterias or making bombs out of fertilizer or, like, lighting shit on fire. Like, I mean, there's, you know, you could fucking, you heard yesterday about the dude that drove the car into the parade when he's drunk, like... I mean, there's so many ways for us to hurt each other, and the guns are already here. Like, you're not going to get rid of the guns now. It would have been one thing, you know, if they were never made, and we were like, should we do this? It's probably not a good idea. (coughs) But, I don't know, man. Those gun, uh, gun issues are pretty tricky stuff there. Um... Yeah, I remember one time, I was, I was like 14 or 15, and I was with all my friends, and we, I mean, we were super high, and we were walking back to the park into this desert where we used to hang out, (laughs) and, uh, this, there was a bunch of gangsters chilling in the other side of the parking lot, and the one dude fucking pulled up his gun, and was like, what's up? And he was, you know, just like brandishing the weapon or whatever. And uh, everyone else saw it, but I got really bad vision and I was super high. <laughs> so I turned to the dude and I was like, oh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, other than police pulling guns on me, that was the only time I've ever had a gun pulled on me. I mean, I've had bats pulled out on me and shit, but that was like the only real time. And he was just brandishing it, so it wasn't, you know, I've never really had to deal with, <clears throat> I mean, we've been at a couple parties, there was one party we were at, and uh, some kid got shot outside, and then, I mean, most of us didn't even know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we didn't actually leave the party until the cops came, and came in the house and kicked us all out, but... Yeah, I mean, that's... I've never been shot at or anything. Uh, The woman who created the green bean casserole died recently. Doris Riley was 92. She passed away on October 15th from Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Uh, I didn't know you could die from that, but I guess it makes sense. It deteriorates your brain. Uh, she was the first full-time employee of the Campbell Soup Company. So she came up with the recipe in 1955, and it actually wasn't a hit with the internal testing division of Campbell's for quite a while. But, uh, you know, now I love green bean casserole. I didn't when I was a kid, but now I really love the shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's tons of people that do it, so... Just know, when you're eating your green bean casserole here in a month, um, the lady who created it passed away. <clears throat> uh, what else we got here? We got one more here. Do you want to start your own traveling carnival? Well, if you do, and you have a lot of money, then you are in luck, because the entire Heritage Square Amusement Park is up for auction. So it's in Golden, Colorado, and this is a public auction. It'll be held on October 25th, 
And anybody that wants to can go and buy themselves a an amusement park. And it's, I mean, realistically, it listed all the shit that was there. And it's just like a tilt-a-whirl and a Ferris wheel and a bunch of carnival rides. It's not like roller coasters. And so I don't know how they got off calling it amusement park. It's more like a stationary carnival. And, uh, you know, the, the carnival industry is kind of dying off. I mean, I was in the carnival, I joined two, 2004, and I traveled with them for about four months until I ended up owing the boss. Me and my buddy both joined, and uh, I we both ended up owing the boss money. I'll get into that, but <clears throat> the reason I joined the carnival is because... When I was a kid, I was into, into punk rock, you know, and most kids just, you know, when they, I got kicked out of my house at like 17, right when I turned 17, and, um, I mean, it wasn't my parents' fault, I was just a piece of shit asshole, you know, doing a bunch of bad shit all the time, being fucked up nonstop, but, yeah, they finally kicked me out, and then, uh, you know, most kids in LA, they just go to the drunk tank in Hollywood, and, uh, I don't know, I didn't really like Hollywood, so I was kind of looking for a job, and then we saw the carnival, and we went in and applied, and it was like four of us, and, uh, only one of my buddies ended up joining with me, and we, you know, went off and traveled with the carnival or whatever, but, yeah, then we, uh, when we quit, we just sort of got our shit and like went up. We were in Delano or Rossi. Where the fuck were we? We were in some, some maybe it was Orville, some fucking Mexican farming town, and then we hitchhiked to San Francisco after that. But, um, yeah, I mean everybody in the carnival shoots meth. Everybody in the carnival fucking shoots meth. Maybe not these new like B and B or B. Bonham and Barley Carnival, or that's the circus, I don't know, the big ones, you know, you get kids from like Australia and South Africa, and that shit seems more legit, but at the small ones, everybody's got warrants, everybody's running from something, everybody's shooting meth, it's just, it's fucking crazy, so the way it would work, is we would normally drive there, like, I don't know, uh, you know, that kind of depended, but we would tear the entire carnival down Sunday night, so we would start work at like 10 in the morning, and then we would go Sunday night until about 12, and then we would immediately start tearing the carnival down, and drive to the next spot, and immediately set it up, like, I mean, 90% of the time you didn't go to sleep before you did all that shit, so you were up for like over 48 hours, hence everyone shooting meth, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just nuts, but the setup and teardown, sometimes it would take three days, it would at least take two full days to set up and tear down, but sometimes it would take three days, and we would get $20 a day to live off of, and the first first town we went to was Kernville, and I told the boss that I wanted to be on commission, and I made a fuck ton of money, like, I, 
literally one day I, I made over $400. And then I got my paycheck at the end of the week and he gave me $28 a day for the four days that uh, the carnival was running before we went and set it up. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm supposed to have like seven, eight hundred dollars And he said, oh, I thought you wanted to be on salary. So I was like, you know, all pissed off. And then when we got to Ridgecrest, he put me back on salary and no one came to the fucking carnival. It rained the whole day. So I made no money, like maybe $30 for the whole week. So then I wanted to go back on salary and, um, that was $28 a day. So you would work, you know, four to five days at $28 a day. And you would take your draw at, uh, every morning, everybody would go and, uh, the owner, Phil, would give you your draw, so he'd give you $20 to live off of for the day. And if you took too many draws, at the end, you would owe more than you made for the week. So, like, when we left, I owed him, like, 30 bucks, and my buddy owed him $110. And, fuck, it was... I mean, we worked seven days a week all day long, but you didn't get your setup and teardown money until the end of the year. He called it your bonus. So we basically just threw all that shit away. Um, but yeah, the ca- the carnival was super sketchy. The owner was pissed off at this one dude, and we were in a town where he had a warrant, and uh, right when we were leaving, like everybody was packing up, he had everybody go to this one ride to help put it away and he took all of that dude's shit out of the trailer he was sleeping in and fucking threw it outside in the parking lot and told anyone that would help if anyone helped him they would be fired and uh so that dude just got left he was a piece of shit but he got left in the middle of that i think it was like a rite aid parking lot where he had warrants with all of his shit scattered throughout the fucking (laughs) parking lot it was pretty funny i didn't like the guy so it was really funny to me but uh yeah it was pretty pretty interesting um i mean the police sponsored our events a couple times and i remember like me and my buddy were 17 and they gave us these big ass dare like 7-eleven soda cup things and we would fill those with beer and then I mean we were always high and drunk and you know we weren't shooting meth then we were just snorting it but like we were all all over the place man it was uh it was a very interesting time in my life but uh yeah then we hitchhiked to hitchhiked to San Francisco, and then, you know, like I said, in Hollywood, all the kids just went to the drunk tank, but then we found out that there was this whole group of kids that were, like, hitchhiking and hopping trains and going to all these different cities, so we started doing that shit instead, and that was pretty cool, went to the Rainbow Gathering, and we'll get into all that other stuff another day, but, uh, yeah, I've dragged out 30 minutes of your life today, so you guys have a good one. I'm going to be hopefully finishing up my uh, micro shop 
thing I'm making. So I got a box. I got to make the work table and the rest of the walls today. And then I'm going to start Twitch streaming that at least four or five days a night. So that is coming soon. I'll throw some three, <clears throat> 360 video of the shop up there. You know, I mean, I'm going to have a lot of trim and shit to do afterwards. But once it's like structurally sound... I'll throw the 360 video up and you guys can check that out. But uh, you follow me on Instagram. I'll get some get some pictures of it up there. And uh, follow me on Twitter. So you can follow me. Twitter at Scott Hay86. That's a capital S and a capital H in Scott Hay. And then uh, Instagram's just Scott Hay86. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. See ya.